Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Monday, August 30th, and this episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL Top 50 NHL Player Poll. Find out on the Locked On NHL podcast who we have ranked as the best players in the NHL today from 50 down to number one. Subscribe to Locked On NHL on YouTube. Turn on your notifications so that you never miss an episode. On today's podcast, I'm going to answer a couple mailbag questions as well as catch you up from uh, some news around the NHL. A lot of Crazy stuff going on over the weekend. Uh, today is my son's ninth birthday, and we began the day by uh, going out for breakfast. Uh, he grabbed a new scooter as well, which is very exciting. And yeah, life had just been pretty busy over the weekend. Uh, we attended a family wedding, uh, which was very fun and nice to see people after a long COVID break, uh, which is still going on, obviously, and uh, we just think of all those who are experiencing COVID symptoms or know someone who is or have lost family members through this. As I record, the funeral for Jimmy Hayes is happening as well. I was watching that a bit on uh, online uh, very sad, and we continue to send all our love to to Kevin, uh, to his wife Kristen, their two sons, Bo and Mac, and their extended family and friends as well. And uh, thinking about all those down in Louisiana as well with Hurricane Ida, there are wildfires raging, there's just so much going on out there, and I hope that I can provide a brief respite from all that here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, which you should subscribe to if you are not already. You can smash that subscribe button on whatever uh, app you use for podcasts. If you could rate and review, that would be very much appreciated as well, uh, especially if you are an Apple user. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, and I am at ENC McLaren on both platforms. So a uh, bit of a downer introduction, but let's get into some uh, Bruins news and notes here and answer some of your mailbag questions. One question that I got a few times uh, was in regards to Charlie Coyle. That's probably the biggest question facing the Bruins as they head into training camp here in a couple weeks. Is he going to be able to fill the second line center role? Uh, got one comment who said, not a question, but a hope for the season. Hope this is the year Charlie Coyle breaks out. He plays good D, is smooth and strong on the puck, has good hands on shootouts, but couldn't put up points last year, obviously because of his uh, injury that required surgery in the offseason. The Bruins need him to turn that around. Uh, Charlie Coyle spent part of the offseason uh, getting engaged, popping the question. Uh, he proposed to his girlfriend, Danielle Hooper, a couple of weeks ago. And while he was talking on the Jimmy Fund radio telethon at Fenway Park last week, he revealed that he 
is back on the ice after undergoing a knee procedure earlier this offseason. He said, I had the surgery, should be good now. Put it behind me and I'll be firing on all cylinders. Got on the ice for the first time uh, recently, last week I believe, which was an awesome step and felt really good. The 29-year-old gearing up for what could be a new role with the Bruins, of course, after coach Bruce Cassidy said that he would be the first in line to take over David Krejci's spot on the second line. Coyle said it's an opportunity. There are a lot of guys who can play that role, he thinks. It's going to create some inner competition, which is going to make us a better team. It's not his position right now. He didn't want to claim it. He said he's got to earn it. That's his job going into training camp, to be the best player that he can be. His goal is to get healthy first off, and it's a big role for the team, and he wants to play a big part in that. Now, honestly speaking, if you're expecting Charlie Coyle to step in and be David Krejci 2.0, that's not going to happen. David Krejci was a remarkable two-way center with offensive flair over his career with the Bruins. He averaged 0.76 points per game, which works out to 62 points in an 82-game season. Charlie Coyle has never reached 60 points. In fact, his career high was back in 2016-2017 as a member of the Minnesota Wild. 18 goals, 38 assists for 56 points. Uh, His career high in goals was 21, which was set a year earlier. With the Boston Bruins, he has appeared in... 91 games and he has recorded uh, 43 plus 59 points for a average of 0.64 in an 82 game season that works out to be about 53 so we're talking about a nine point drop off on average per season and uh, you know Charlie Coyle this past season His production was well down from that average because he had this knee issue. With it being repaired, with him being on a line with Taylor Hall and Craig Smith, the opportunity is there for him to be uh, a fairly effective second-line center. He's certainly being paid for one at over $5 million per season. And, you know, I think it's unfair to expect him to replicate David Krejci's production, his two-way presence on the ice, but um, the opportunity is there for him to jump into that second-line center role for the Boston Bruins, and I think he could be a, you know, a decent option at that uh, position. Again, it wouldn't be fair to expect him to be a David Krejci. Uh, If you think about it, there's 32 teams in the NHL at the moment. So top two centers, you're talking about the top 64 centers in the NHL. Uh, Right now, if you look at the top 50, uh, Braden Shen was 50th in terms of points per game last season at 0.62. So Coyle, you know, he would be kind of a low-end second-line center production-wise, but I do think he brings... Uh, some tangibles to the table that could help him succeed in that role. 
including, yeah, strong defensive play, ability to lead off the rush, and he'll have two very talented wingers in Hall and Smith. So the pieces are there for Coyle to have a big season. And again, it does, he doesn't need to have a big season. He needs to have uh, an average for him to above average season. Uh, I would say he is perhaps the biggest, uh, not question mark, but biggest piece of the puzzle for the Bruins. If he can't succeed in that role, then who steps in? Do they put Nick Foligno in that role? That would be a another step down. Do they try to promote Jack Stanika to that role? That would be a big ask as well. So they really need Charlie Coyle to come in, play how he has over the course of his career to be you know, a serviceable second-line center. But if he can take a jump in his game, revert back to that, you know, career-high kind of year, uh, then I think they will be well-positioned. If not, they may have to look elsewhere at some point for reinforcements at that position. Before we get to the next mailbag question, quick word about bet online. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start a new season. Bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the season opener between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action from football basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your Vegas casino games. Use promo code LOCKEDON for a welcome bonus at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. There are a couple high-profile players who are still looking for new homes this offseason, including uh, Vladimir Tarasenko of the St. Louis Blues, as well as Jack Eichel of the Buffalo Sabres. When it comes to Eichel, Elliot Friedman reported a meeting was held on August 18th between the NHL, the Players Association, the Buffalo Sabres, Eichel, and some medical professionals to attempt to come to a resolution on the 24-year-old center's uh, herniated disc in his neck. He wants a disc replacement, the club prefers a neck fusion, and the meeting ended without a solution. Now, it appears as though the only solution or the solution we're headed to is uh, Eichel being traded. And he recently changed agents. Uh, Pat Brisson jumping in to perhaps speed things along. Now, the reason I bring this up right now is because a question that I received is uh, from Bob Guy at bguy4 underscore Bob, who asked, when a player gets traded, does he have to pick up the costs or does the player, uh, or sorry, does the buyer or seller of the player pay? That's a great question, and I didn't know the answer off the top of my head, so I did some research and found that this is all covered in the collective bargaining agreement, and it's very specific. Uh, it's covered in Article 14, and uh, in part it reads like this: A player who is entitled to reimbursement pursuant to this Article 14 
shall be reimbursed by his new club when he is transferred by trade, waivers, or expansion draft. So all the players coming to Seattle, this would apply to. A player uh, shall be reimbursed by his own club when he's transferred by team relocation, loan, or recall. So if he's sent to Providence or called up, uh, the obligation may not be assigned, traded, or transferred to another club and shall remain with the club that it is uh, meant to be worked out with. So you can't kind of work this out in negotiations. Now, what do these reimbursements include? Rent, mortgage expenses. So if a player is traded and they have a mortgage in their original city, then they have to rent a place in their new city. In the meantime, then that will be uh, helped by the acquiring team. Moving expenses shall be reimbursed for the reasonable moving expenses incurred, regardless of whether the move occurs during the period between playing seasons or during the playing season, uh, provided the player moves to the new city within 12 months after the date he was transferred. Some guys have families, so they don't want to necessarily uh, move right away. Uh, they're Vehicles are paid to be transferred, if that is necessary, up to two vehicles, I believe. And, of course, all their uh, stuff. And the player's spouse and children will be entitled also to one round-trip economy class uh, air travel visit between the prior city and the new city, just to kind of get the lay of the land, check things out. Or in the event the transfer player intends to relocate his family to the new city, one round-trip economy class ticket uh, between the two cities for the purpose of looking for a suitable house. So basically, all that to say, if a player is traded, then the acquiring team uh, will you know, help out with rent or mortgage in the meantime uh, if they have to have a place here and there. Uh, they'll help with moving expenses, and they will provide uh, one round trip for a visit or uh, to come check out the city to find a new place for a player's wife, etc. If it is a player who's being recalled, then you know there's a system set up where they'll help you find an apartment in, say, Boston if you're being called up from Providence etc that's all handled by uh, the Bruins so that was a great question I didn't know that as well if you want to read more you can check out the collective bargaining agreement and it's in article 14 thanks for sending in those questions again the majority were about Charlie Coyle a lot of people have him on the mind wondering how he's going to fit in uh, I think yeah he's very capable of taking over the second line center role I don't see him being on the level of David Krejci. We're going to see very quickly how spoiled we were to have him as our second-line center, but I think he could still be a very capable uh, second-line guy. And failing that, we will see, uh, you know, perhaps Nick Foligno up there, maybe Jack Stadnika, or someone being brought in via trade. Uh, at some point during the season. Before we get to some more news and notes from around the NHL, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It comes in nine amazing flavors. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. 
There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine. Now, not only are Built Bar great tasting, but they're also healthy too. About 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, all great tasting and all healthy. You can also get the Grasshopper Cookie Special Edition right now, or order whatever you like by going to Built.com and using promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Built Bar, the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. I also want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle of different streaming platforms. DirectStream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. The best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with DirectStream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. So around the NHL, the big story was the offer sheet uh, filed or signed by Jesperi Kotkaniemi and the Carolina Hurricanes. You've all heard about this, I am sure. And you know about the, yeah, the details of the actual contract. He signed a one-year, $6.1 million and $15 offer sheet from the Carolina Hurricanes. The Canadians have seven days to match the offer. If they don't, the uh, Canadians will receive a first-round pick and a third-round pick in the 2022 NHL draft from Carolina. The $15 tacked on the end represents Kotkaniemi's number with the Canadians. The offer sheet includes a $20 signing bonus, which is a reference to Sebastian Ajo's jersey number. The Canadians signed him to an offer sheet two years ago, but the Hurricanes matched it. The Hurricanes' Twitter feed was uh, taking great delight in all of this, which if you are a fan of the Hurricanes' Twitter account, you would have enjoyed if you're kind of put off by them trying too hard, like I am, uh, then it was kind of annoying. Uh, it's also kind of tempered by the fact that they had signed Tony D'Angelo, which takes a lot of the shine uh, away from that team. Now, Kotkaniemi would become the second highest paid forward on the Canadians if they match the offer. I believe he'd become the third highest on the uh, Hurricanes if they do not. Uh, he was scratched often in the final or in the, yes, in the final and throughout the playoffs, he was drafted third overall by the Canadians, uh, a couple years ago and has not quite, uh, lived up to that billing. Although he does have the potential to be a very good center at the NHL level this season, he recorded, uh, five goals, 15 assists in 56 games. Five goals, three assists in 19 uh, playoff games. So you can see he took his game up a level despite the fact that he was scratched. And yeah, we'll see what uh, what happens here. They have 
$69.2 million invested in 12 players for next season already, and his qualifying offer would require them to pay out another $6.1 million then if uh, you know he plays well enough to earn that type of deal. They could walk away from it uh, like the Bruins did with um, you know Nick Ritchie and Andre Kasha. They could also attempt to negotiate a longer-term deal for less than $6.1 million, uh, but it would still be well over $5 million annually. They do have Nick Suzuki to sign next season, uh, and he could be ripe for an offer sheet as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see exactly what the Hurricanes and Canadians do here, um, whether the Canadians match or not. I would be leaning towards not matching to be honest that's quite a lot of uh, cap space to take on for a guy who's still kind of on the up it could be worth it in the end but uh who knows it won't be worth it this season I wouldn't think I don't think he's a 6.1 million dollar player at this point in his career um and the Hurricanes seem to feel that he is but of course, there's also some playful revenge going on here, and this was largely dictated by owner Tom Dundon and not uh, general manager Don Waddell. That's pretty clear at this point. Uh, so do you let the owner have his fun, take the player, take the first-round pick and the third-round pick and call it a day, or do you, out of pride, match and try to work something out uh, later on? Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting decision for the Montreal Canadiens, and we'll definitely be on top of that story because it does have implications in the Atlantic division uh, for sure. Uh, I mentioned earlier Vladimir Tarasenko still out there. Um, Jack Eichel still out there. Those are two guys that asked to be traded and who have not yet been traded. So we'll see if anything comes that way before training camp begins. You would think that guys who have asked to be traded you don't want them around necessarily for uh, training camp just to have distractions there. Anyways, I hope you are all doing well. Thank you for bearing with me over that mini break to end last week. Uh, the schedule last week was, of course, uh, changed due to the tragic news uh, of Jimmy Hayes' passing. And again, I can't stress enough how, how much we send our love and support to Kristen, to Jimmy, to uh, both families, the boys, uh, their friends, um, everybody who is still dealing with this tragedy. Uh, just, yeah, it's incomprehensible, and, and all we can do is kind of move forward and uh, remember what he brought into this world and try to bring some of that joy along with us. Uh, on a happier note, uh, it looks like Chris Wagner got married over the weekend. There's a lot of Insta stories from there. Uh, I mentioned on Twitter seeing Tori Krug dancing at the wedding as shared by Charlie McAvoy. So it's cool to see that he still has a bond with his old teammates. Uh, I still really miss Tori Krug in black and gold. And um, yeah, it's nice that they can still get together and have some fun in the off season. Uh, coming up later this week, yeah, we'll keep an eye on any Bruins news that drops and continue to look ahead now to uh, training camp, to the season ahead, what we can expect. Uh, I'm going to have, uh, yeah, laying out a plan for training camp and getting things organized to have the best possible coverage here uh, for you here at Locked On Boston Bruins, part of 
the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day, although we're still going to be around three episodes per day until the 20th of September when um, training camp really kicks into high gear. I hope you're all doing well, taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. Uh, if you're looking for something to watch, I watched um, Title Town High over the weekend, which is a Netflix docu-series looking at a high school football team in Georgia. There's a bit of teenage drama in there, but it was pretty enjoyable. And um, looking forward to catching up on a new episode of Heels and Walking Dead, which we will check out tonight. My wife and I still do keep up on that. A lot of people have given up on it, but we're committed to seeing it through to the very end. So yeah, happy Monday, everybody, and we'll talk to you again in a couple days.